Tame and King. Yep, happy Friday, everyone. It's Fireball Friday. It's been a busy first hour. We crossed to our insider, Dan Graziano, live in Vegas. The quiz made a triumphant return. The brutal quiz. It's back, and it's going to be back throughout the year, much to Kingy's, eh, I guess, trepidation. He's not he's not, con- not convinced, but I, I liked it. Um, so we did that, and, and we, we caught up on a few matters, including myself signing up as a North Melbourne member. So North fans, uh, don't say I don't love your footy club. Your calls and your texts, of course, you can get involved. That's for temper 0433981116. Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 weeks serious about sleep. And coming up, Adelaide star Rory Laird is going to join us. Jake Fraser-McGurk, also the most watchable athlete perhaps we've got in this country at the moment. Your calls and your texts. Kingy is here. He's in good form. Morning, Kingy. Morning, Cornsy. Looking forward to doing this. So I think we got a lot of feedback last week with the over-unders. Yes, um, not easy. We only differed on three last yep. week, which is uh, which is unlike us. I thought there would have been more than three from nine. <laughs> uh, I think we disagreed on the West Coast Eagles. I thought four and a half was a low line. We disagreed on who else did we disagree? Port on? Adelaide. Port Adelaide. I was under. I'm not as. I want to see it before I subscribe to the new key back. Set up, yes, and, and the winner. other one we disagreed on was the Saints. Yes, I'm a big yep. believer in the Saints. Eleven and a half kingies over. I'm under on the Saints. We're both under on the Tigers. We're both over on Sydney, and we're both over on the Western Bulldogs. So we're up to the Giants, and it's a it's a big line for the Giants. I mean, they started slowly last year. It's set at fourteen and a half. Are you a buyer on Adam Kingsley to do it again in his second season, uh, Kingy? And will they be um, winning 15 wins this year? So last year, 13 wins in the home and away. So so it's an extra two wins on last year. Mm. And I think when you look at the, the Giants, they're going to get a tougher draw. So they're going to have to do it a bit a bit differently. So against top eight teams last year, they were three three wins and six losses. So it's going to be tougher again this year. So... We know they got on a run in the back half of the year and they were extremely good when they were up and running. I think my only reservation with, with the Giants, because I, I love the coach and the new game plan up there worked really well in the back half of the season. I guess my only reservation is can Toby Green do it again? Like it, He's another year older, into, into his 30s now, and uh, it's a massive year last year. Like mm. 66 goals for, for a pseudo centre-half forward at, at hundred and. 80-odd centimetres. I mean, just ridiculous what he was able to do. Can he do it again? And if Amazing, he can, uh, if he can, where does it take them is the question. And they're not looking for a lot, are they? No. So where do you land on it? Well, I, I'm probably I'm probably on the unders because I just think 15s have a lot of wins. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Look, the start of their draw is reasonably straightforward. So they've got Collingwood, and it's probably not a bad time to get Collingwood. Sometimes the Premier can start a little bit rusty, uh, shorter preparation, and takes a bit, a bit to settle in. So it's at home, you know, opening round. And then then it's north, it's west coast, it's the Suns who you would think they win, then it's the Saints at home. So they, they could easily be 5-0, and zero, um, but then it gets a bit more tricky after that. So I think I'm with you. I think I'm under. They probably get to 14. They'll be at the business end again, but 15... Home and away wins is a lot. 
uh, for a team that you know does have a, as you say, a few holes, particularly with their key forwards. Got an unbelievable backline. Uh, love what Aiden's uh, been able to do the last twelve to eighteen months. We talk Taylor's a lot about bought Taylor. A worry. We talk a lot about him. Yeah. Um, they, they've just got a really good system in terms of their their ball movement, but their ball winning capabilities. Tom Green's going to be a phenomenal clearance player in our competition for a decade. Mm. And I think Finn Callahan is the wild card, big bodied mid that they need. He's got a great step. You know, obviously left footers always look a little bit different, but I think after another, another preseason at, at this, what is he, 20 years of age? I mean, he's the world's before this young guy. I, I really think he's going to have an, an unbelievable career. Um, Banged up last year, wasn't quite able to get um, get uh, full momentum, but the back half of the year was very good. Um, so I think some of the young guys are, are going to have have a say, but 15 is a lot of wins. So we're both under on the Giants. Uh, let us know your thoughts on that. So we'll move on to the Gold Coast. This is a gold-clad guarantee over, okay? Let me just tell you, and you can hold me to this, they are winning more oh. than 10 and a half. They are getting to 11. Welcome aboard. Gold Coast, well, and it's not necessarily anything they've done. Oh, look, they've got what do you West mean? Coast. Well, they've got West Coast and North twice, so there's four. They've got Richmond twice. I'm giving them them. So there's six before they even start, and then you factor in the other games that they're going to get at home. Their draw is soft. They are stacked with talent. Their midfield is good. Uh, they've got key position players. They've got a, a really good, strong ruckman. I just, I just think that is the most obvious over we've had in a long time. Are you with me? Yeah, I am. I, but yep. I, I've been a believer of the Suns for no, a little while. And, yeah. and I think that the, the young talent is going to enjoy what I still think is the best mode in the competition. It is incredibly hard to stop the old Richmond model when they're up and run and gun and high handball, explode from stoppage. They've got tackle breakers everywhere. And I think this is the new – this is the new – Black, if you like, the new fashion in footy is to is to have those make you miss midfielders that can step through, and all of a sudden the defensive layering of the opposition is gone. That they've got them. Noah Anderson will challenge for the Brownlow this year. I agree, I agree with that. He's yeah, that sort I'm of player. Big, big fan, and and they've been forced to do a lot of work. Anderson, Rao, Miller, and the fatigue that has set in, particularly I think with Rao in second half, just because he's forced to do so much. But now Flanders is there. Humphrey can go. In there, they're speaking about Ainsworth going in there. So that that's the area of improvement for them is the depth through the midfield. Other than that, and if they can get a game plan as you say, which they seem to be enjoying and playing fast, I mean they're, they're going to play finals. Where that gets them to this year, you know, I'm, I'm not sure they win a final, but at ten and a half, uh, that is low. Do, do you think they're? Do you think it's unrealistic to think they could finish top four? So last week you said the Saints. You wouldn't be surprised if they push top four from from outside. Are you the same with the Gold Coast? Are you top four? I I I think don't think they'll get there, but I think there'll be a, a stage of the year where you go, wow, he's done a great job, Hardwick, in a short space of time. Now whether that has them top four or not, I, we're talking about one win, really, aren't we? The gap between fourth and sixth is effectively yeah. one game, one win. They've got to start winning consistently at home. I think they won five games there last year. They've got to get a better return than that. They've got to make sure that they're winning, what do they play at home, 12 games, 11 games? They've got to be winning nine of 11 or 10 of 12, whichever it is. They've got to bank those like the Brisbane Lions have been able to do at the Gabba. As soon as they make that a fortress, that's when they'll be the team. We all probably hoped they'd be three to four years ago, but... 
the, the mail out of Gold Coast is that the players are loving the freedom mm. to actually be involved in the game, on counterpunch, push up to stoppage, charge back, get your hands on the footy, get involved, rather than creating space all the time for the big three uh, yep. in, in terms of their midfield. So it's exciting. Bob East there, chairman, says that it's finals is a must this year in a premiership uh, within three years. Let's So we're both uh, over on the Gold Coast. Let's move on to the Geelong, which is a fascinating one for me. The line is set with a lot of other teams at 11 and a half. I'm over on Geelong for the fact that they play nine games at GMHBA. So we know that they're as strong as anyone at home, and they have been for the last 25 years. Like, rare to go down there and win. I know it's not as daunting as what it was once, and teams have, have gone there and win. But they get nine at home. They've got to get to 12. Then they play their games at, uh, at the MCG. And if they have good health, and whilst you've still got Stewart, Hawkins, Cameron, Dangerfield, DeConing, uh, I'm I'm thinking that they're going to win 12 games and play finals again this year, the Cats. Play I don't think they're a prim- I don't think they're a premiership shot. Um but I think they're a proud group who are well-coached, who would have had a longer preseason, who would have reviewed hard what went on last year. They'll make some adjustments, and they just play footy at home, and they're hard to beat at home. So I'm over. Are you with me or are you under? The, cat, the Cats are too good to be bad and too bad to be very good. Yeah. So they're going to be stuck in that, that middle block it's of the, of the time. Be, it's it? an awful spot to yeah. be and a real challenge for the list build um, or, or the – the, the replenishment, if you like, of, of this list. And you're right, the top liners will lead the way again. But how many years can they keep doing it? I mean, we just talked about Toby Green. Can Dangerfield do it again? Can Hawkins mm. do it again? I'm not sure. And I think we saw them coming off the absolute peak of their, their run. Three wins, seven losses against top eight teams last last season. I, I, reckon that's, I reckon that's more of a guide of where they're at than just looking at the superstar names. Who are the next players to come through? Mm. Who is the next one? I mean, we talk a lot about Max Holmes. We talked about Clark. Bruin, Henry. Are it's got to really be those there? guys. Are they yeah, there? We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, Bose, I'm not sure on him. I'm, um, I'm overs, but I'm not, I'm not confident about it. No, that's the, same, that's the exact same feeling I've got. They, they get to, to 12 wins, but probably not a great spot for them to be in, in that football quicksand in the middle of, uh, of the, the ladder, one 736 736 Cats fans, let's move on to Fremantle, which is a fascinating one for me because the line is set low at nine and a half. And I've been umming and ahhing about Fremantle, but when you look at the fact that they play two derbies or derbies, so there's a couple you would think against West Coast. They've only got to win eight more to get to 10. They play a lot of games in Perth. It's hard to go there and win. I think I'm over on, on Frio as much as I'm not buying their premiership credentials and, and what has happened, particularly with their list in the last couple of years. I think they get to 10 wins, don't they? That's low. To 10 wins. Yeah. Um, they won 10 last year. Yeah, they did. They've won 10 last year. They've been a really difficult team to follow. I mean, mm. they've they've gone 10 wins last year, 15 the year before, 15 and a half the year before, then then 10 in, a, 10 in 21, 7 in a 17 game, 2020. Gee, they're hard to follow. They, they really are. I'm not sure what their prime method or asset is. Mm. What's the thing they say, yep, we got you? I'm, I don't bank on them at home like like we should. I know that they got the West Coast obviously twice, but I, I two and eight versus top eight teams last year. I want to see Brayshaw back to that ball-hunting, ball-winning 
midfielder. Yep. I don't want to see him playing that defensive corridor role anymore. I want to see Sarong explode from stoppies like he did uh, in, in parts of last year. I think Jackson will have a fantastic season. I, I, I don't... I don't know what the loss of this talent has done over the last couple of yeah. years. We talk a lot about Shields and Akers and these guys. but You like their back six, though? I mean, their back six is, is stacked. I, I love the way they def- – they've always been able to defend. They've got, they've got to trust them more. Yeah. I, I think they've got to play a bit more freewheeling football that's imperfect and just trust their back line to hold up. And if they don't, well, you can make some adjustments through the season, but – Oh, it's a huge year. There's mm. there's no doubt the first six weeks of this season are, are going to really challenge all at Fremantle, including the coach. Yeah, and it's look so that you're right. The, the first six they've got to start uh, strongly, and it's difficult. They play Brisbane um, in round one, then it's North, but then it's Adelaide, Carlton, Port Adelaide before they get the Derby, the Eagles, and then the Western Bulldogs. So, so they, they do need a strong start. I like Hayden Young. Yeah. Um, the comparisons to Jordan Dawson, I think, are fair. So he goes on ball full time. They need that, but they're probably two small forwards short and a lot relies on Jai Amos, who kicked 41 goals last year, but he's probably your third or fourth key forward, more so than the main man there. So they, look, there's issues everywhere. Can Jackson and Darcy work? I'm not certain what happens with Sean Darcy if Jackson is the preferred ruckman. So a lot of question marks over the Dockers, but I do think they get the 10 wins. There's an article over there during the week about uh, Cooper Simpson, who I know did a lot of work with David Dunbar in, in terms of um, private training that's, that's become quite uh, quite in vogue at the moment. Mm. So he's a Danong Stingray uh, lad, and they're, they're saying that he could be there's, – there's vague comparisons made to Matthew Pavlich. Now, I reckon that's overs. That's way overs. But he certainly could be the steal of the draft. So he's he's in really good form as a youngster. They need a couple to spike up. That there's 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 no doubt about that. But let's let's just wait and see what happens so if they so you're can, under. I think I'm under, and, and I'm okay. I'm con, I'm concerned about Freya. All right, Kingy's concerned. I think we're both concerned, but I think they get the ten wins. Uh, we've got the Bombers. We've got the Premiership. Uh, the reigning premiers, the Pies, Carlton, Brisbane, and Adelaide. Coming up next, it's over and unders for the drain man. Drain problems? Well, you just got to call the experts. The drain man, drain relining is the no dig, no drama way to rehabilitate your assets. The drain man. And don't forget to head down to Macca's Collingwood tomorrow to celebrate its 50-year anniversary. 50-cent cheeseburgers. My good. Everyone's been complaining about inflate. 50-cent cheeseburgers tomorrow <laughs> at Macca's in Collingwood as well as arts and crafts for the kids. There's face paintings, giveaways, and Piggers and Hutchie. Look out. We're broadcasting there for Off the Bench Live from 9am. We'll continue our over and unders next. Kane and King. Fireball Friday. The over and unders have been set of... Where everyone thinks your team's line will be set on Games 1 this year. So far this morning, we're both under on the Giants. We're both over on Gold Coast. We're also over on the Cats. I'm over on Fremantle. Kingy is under as we move on to the Bombers. Smack bang in the middle at 11.5 wins. Kingy, you've been down there this week. How do you see the Bombers? Looking forward to getting out there tomorrow. They've got a little scratch match tomorrow, so I'll probably learn a, a little bit more. I, I think they've got two really important players, and they, they're youngsters that uh, could make a, a huge impact on where they're going. Zach Reed 
at centre mm-hmm. half back. He, he's he's not he's what two hundred and five centimeters. You don't get elite kicks at two hundred and five centimeters. So when you can plug a spot like, a player like that in the centre half back with Ben Mackay at fullback, if this young kid can hold up and play fifteen to twenty games, tracking towards you know every game the year after, they're 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 in for a, a patch. There will be a window for the Bombers. So I think Zach Reed's the most important Bomber. In terms of his health this year, we've we've yeah. hardly seen him. He's one game, games. One game in 2021, seven games in 2022, unsighted last year. He's on the track. He's up and rolling. He'll make a huge difference. And the other one I want to talk about is Ben Hobbs. I don't know if the Bombers have that. They've got some really skillful midfielders, some good first receive type midfielders. I really like Zach Merritt as a player. And I love Darcy Parrish as well. But I don't know if they're absolutely first uh, possession midfielders in and under the Ruckman. They're, they're, they're more a metre, two metres out for me. And that's not a slight on those guys. But I think Ben Hobbs is that player. I think mm. he could be their clearance beast in the middle if they can trust him. They're an average clearance team at the moment. And they've got better talent than that. Yep. So they won 11 last year, 11 and a half. Uh, Did they get to 12? Uh, you'd be disappointed if they didn't get to 12 yet, uh, considering that they're off-season recruits. I mean, just the, you've gone and got Dersma. Gresham, I think, is a bit of a wild card, whether it works or not. It's a bit of a free hit. Ben McKay is a significant investment at fullback. You want to get a return on that. They, they're going to be better than having an undersized Laverde having to play on the Tom Hawkins types or a Zerk Thatcher who – Really, let's be honest, it is not really suited to that type of matchup. So they're going to be a better model down back. Have to get to 12, so I'm going to go over as well. The other player, Harry Jones, is the one I'm looking forward to having a strong season. Kicked 20 goals from 16 games in his first year and has had issues with his body. But every time I watch him play, I do this guy, there's something about him. So there's a group of young players coming through. You've identified a couple in Reed and Hobbs, Harry Jones is the other one, and it feels like the demographic of the group is better now. The experience, the young ones aren't first and second year players, they're now third, fourth, fifth year players, and there's an intangible determination that you see coming out of the bombers that we don't want to be ordinary again. And sometimes the players just have enough, have had enough, and they go, okay, we're just not going to cop it anymore. It feels like they've got to that level. So you're right, uh, 12 years wins is a must. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Premiers. They lost Dan McStay with the ACL injury, um, but they do have reasonable depth. Um, do they get to 17 wins because their over and under is set at 16 and a half? Of course, they won 18 last year. So effectively, everyone thinks they're going to slide. That's what we're saying. Everyone's telling me that the Collingwood, oh, they just win the close games. They, you know... Mm. They're, they're lucky, they're, they're this, they're that. Here's well, a reason. back-to-back's hard to do. I know, it's, I know it's been done, but it's not common. It's not it's common. But if ever you're going to tip a team to go back-to-back... It's this one, you think? Well, the more I watch Collingwood and look at Collingwood, I'm a no every year on back-to-back. I, I never tip back-to-back, but they're, they're, they're seriously healthy. I know McStay's the only one out, but I think, I think big games have become small ball. I mean, how many how many key forwards have actually stood up and separated a, a, a final in recent years or a big game in recent years? Not many. So I think the small ball approach has worked. That that freedom of of, of explosion off half back. I'll be tipping tipping Nick Dacos to win the Brownlow every year until he he retires. <laughs> 
is he will just get vote after <laughs> so, vote after so vote. So he ends up with four brown. I don't know how many he's going to win, but if he wins it, I'm on board. It's as simple as that. So, so you're going over. And they're getting better though, mate. They're getting better. Quain is a better player than this time yeah, last year. Yeah. So the, the query would be Pendlebury age, side bottom age, more body. Can he do it? Uh, can his durability stand up? Mitchell age. Fram, there's, and there's a couple of, um, you know, flaky ones that are in their depth chart. Yeah, but they, they, Will they, their rucks hold up. I'm not asking so, much so of they, 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 These are just these are just the questions that, mm. I, that I've got, and the only you know, I'm, I'm picking holes, and I'm being incredibly picky to do that. But 17 wins is a lot of home. So I'm going to go. I'm just going to go under. I'm going to. I think they get to you know, 15, 16 wins. I'm not sure they're going to replicate last year 18, and they might not need to. I mean, there's a lot of things that come with experience where you go, we just manage the team so we are absolutely smack bang ready to go for finals, which means probably in the home and away season they don't have to fight as hard as what they have done in the last couple of years. So I'm going to go under, but you're going to go over. I'm going to go over because I don't think I've seen a, a premiership team come back ripping fit, healthy, with, with an edge. Like they're not talking about back to back, they're talking about back to work. It's it's great terminology. The little maestro, the coach, he's, he's just a star. Their, their off-season acquisition of Lockie Schiltz will impact. I, mean, I don't think he's Bob Skilton by any stretch, but he's <laughs> going to be a good player in that forward line, and he's a better version of Jack Ginevan right now. So mm. does he help them in the short term? Absolutely does. And I think Bo McCreary is going to become a, a very good first-picked midfielder. So you're tipping them to win the premiership right now of all all the teams? Oh, it's it's February nine. Yeah. We don't have to put it in just yet, do we? Okay, well, this, uh, if, this if, is the if feeling it, I'm getting. Well, I'm warming to it, and I okay. well, I, it breaks policy because I don't like to tip back to back. It's boring because, and it's it's incredibly difficult to do. Well, I did it last year. I'm not doing it again this year. After the news headlines, we'll get to the Blues, the Lions, and the mighty Adelaide Crows. Who won 13 games last year? They went on a patch of losing six in a row from rounds eight to 14, and then absolutely stormed home and made it through to the prelim final. What a story it was! The line is set at 13 and a half, and I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. Why? Well, they're just ready, aren't they? Like, let, let's let's look at this group who have now for the first time experienced the big games and stood up in big games. There's a level of confidence about it. I think they're led incredibly well. Um, they've got the best key forward in the game. They've got one of the best and most dynamic and brutal midfields in the game. I think they've added to their depth with Hollands comes, comes in um, and his brother's going to be better in, in his, what is it, his third year now, uh, second year now across the wing. I think they've got explosive running power. Harry Mackay can't be any worse than what he was last year. I think they defend incredibly well. And I think there's just now a level of expectation on this group that they've placed on themselves that they're ready to go. It's not a lot. 14s are not a lot. And they won 13 last year after losing six in a row. So I think they'll hit the ground running and I think they'll be at the the pointy end. Are they going to win the premiership? I'm not saying that. But would I be surprised if they're there on prelim final week again? No, I won't be. You're not sold. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not as bullish as as the the football world. They're in love with Carlton. Oh, it's, they got a lot right last year in the back half, and, and I, Weedering, I think, was the major player in all of that. The the way that he changed his game from being a a, 
a one-on-one defensive brute to be in, becoming an intercept player, becoming the man across that centre-half back line. Um, do they lose a lot in the off-season? Ed Kerno, Paddy Dow, Zach Fisher, they're sort of bits and pieces players for them over the last couple of years. Lockie O'Brien, these types. I think Fantasia is an interesting selection. I'm not. Sh- he hasn't played a lot of footy lately, and hasn't. Everyone says, "Oh, but if he can kick thirty goals, I mean, he hasn't done that." No, so I'm worried hasn't. about. I know he's a small free risk, hit. small risk, high yep. reward though. Yeah, true. Yeah, Elijah Holland's on with you. I saw him at, uh, out there during one of the preseason scratch matches. He was terrific. Just mm. his poise and his class. I guess they got the maximum out of their top five players or four players in the back half of last year. If a negative, you know, devil's advocate um, role here. That, that's that's really incre- uh, positive for for last. Can they do it again? I'm, I don't know. I just I've just got a a little a little asterisk next to him, Cornsy. I don't know why. Mm. I, I just I get nervous when Carlton gets spoken about with such positivity. They mm. won the close games last year. Um, I think they're four and zero under ten points. Without weedering for the start of the season, how long does that roll on for? Is that yeah, that, is that a six-week problem or a two-week problem? Yeah. Um, they're going to get a full season from Walsh, hopefully, who's done a full preseason. So can he catapult himself into, you know, a top two or three midfielder in the league? Probably. You wouldn't you wouldn't bet against him. So, I mean, you can make the case either way. I'm going to go over. Are you going under? What was the line? 13 and a half. Oh, 13 and a half. Gee, you'd be disappointed if they didn't win 14 games. Yeah, no, you have you probably have to go over. Uh, one, one player I do want to mention, Cottrell, I think, was a bit of a sideshow over the last couple of seasons. I think he's going to become a really good AFL player, a good, mm. solid AFL player that will impact for them on a wing. He's, he's had a terrific a terrific pre-season. Um, and they've got a couple of youngsters, and I know, I know we, we, we always mention these youngsters this time of year and we don't, we don't really back over them. Uh, once the year starts. But I, they've got a couple of wild card ruckmen down there. Murkov, they found a heart issue with him uh, last mm. year. He's, he's, he's improved enormously. And Harry Lemmy, who's very young, and you won't see him necessarily at AFL level um, in the first, you know, if at all, this year. But they, they've got two beauties to carry forward as uh, ruck stocks go, you know, going forward when, they, when required in 2025 and beyond. All right, we might whistle through the last couple. Brisbane, 15 and a half. I'm going to go over their stack. They don't lose at home. They won 17 last year. I think they get to 16, and they'll be right at the pointy end. As good a best 22 as anyone in the league for me with the best crop of small and medium forwards we've seen for a long time. I'm over on the Lions. Where are you? 15 and a half. So the Lions have gone 16 wins, 14 of 17 games in 20. 15, 15, 17. More so, home and away wins than anyone. Yeah, so it's a lot of wins. So how how long's the window open for? And it's, it's an still easy still open, Kingy. It's yeah, open. Yeah, I I think most people would say it's open, but gee, they've got to win one. And, I, and the critics will say, "Oh, you hard on them. They've lost by four points in a grand final." But th- this is what we're talking about. If you if you want for nothing in terms of your list, then you've you've just got to win it. I, I like the the acquisition of of Tommy Duday. We spoke mm. to him last week. He, he's he's going to be good for them in the back half of the year. I don't mind the, the speculative trade of uh, Brandon Ryan. I think he did some things for the Hawks last year that that just said you know there's something there. There's an awkward mm. looking something there. Yep. They lost a few. I mean, they lost Adams, I think, was a good player for them the last couple of years. Didn't play, obviously, in the back half of last mm. year. Um, okay, we, we, we think they're a serious footy team. 
The over and under is what number? 15 and a half. Well, they've got to be winning 15. They'll, 15 yeah, they'll win 16. Yeah, they'll win. So we're both over. And, and Adelaide are interesting. The line, everyone's expecting them to improve. The line is 12 and a half. They won 11 last year. The inaccuracy cost them a lot. And then the last game, they should have won. So you could easily make a case for them to go over. We're going to speak to Rory Laird. So why don't we just hold on your over and under? I want you to reveal that with Rory Laird when we get him on the program next. This is Five on Friday on SEM Breakfast. All thanks to Melbourne Airport Parking. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. And for Kubota, take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Our over and under for the Crows and their star midfielder Rory Laird next.